You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 185. Once we put the agreement together and he signed it, it was such an emotional point for him to just be able to detach from it. Right. And then he was just like on pins and needles up until the day that it closed, which was only 10 days later. But he's just like, I can't believe it. And he's like, no, I need you to come and fix a couple other problems in my life. He was just so grateful. It was That's just awesome. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Bam! Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Okay, guys, he came from Minnesota. He was in the program for five or six weeks, and he already did his first deal. We've got Chad Spoolman on the line from Minnesota. This guy is such a rock star. I've been just chatting with him back and forth, and I am telling you what, we are about to learn some lessons about what it takes to do a deal right out of the gate. Just join the tribe. I am super, super excited. Uh, Chad, do you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. It is great to have you on the line, guys. We are going to get started. We're going to pick his brain. This is Tom Kroll, America's number one wholesaling coach with Wholesaling Inc. If you don't know what wholesaling is, it is the number one way to make a fortune in real estate or in any category of anything that you could possibly do in business or life that I know of short of winning the lottery to just make an absolute fortune in a very short amount of time by finding discounted properties. And uh, Chad just joined the program and we are going to pick his brain about how he had success right out of the gate. So Chad, I'm really looking forward to it, brother. Before we get started, could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, no problem. I am a father of two beautiful little girls up here in, in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Congratulations. Now, That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Best part about life, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I uh, am now full-time as a wholesaler. I quit my job. Actually, right when I joined up, I, I had been kind of planning for a year and knew that this is what I wanted to do and knew that the only way I would do it is if I just did it. So That's awesome. I am off and running and... Yeah, you know, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it because I want to ask you about that, Chad. That's that is such an interesting story. It is more difficult for people who have a job to get going. Uh, There's no question about that. And there are more challenges when your time is given into a nine to five. What did you actually do to do that? Because I know there's listeners out there who who are definitely working. Some of them are commuting to work right now. Some of them are at the gym listening, and you know they're sitting here and they're saying, "Well, I work right now. Is it better to get started and work simultaneously, or to quit my job?" I love the fact that you quit your job to do it. But how did you know how to do that? I mean, what I mean is to plan for it, to save up. How much did you save up? How what did that look like? Well, for me, I had a job that I was not able to do any kind of multitasking. I wasn't able to be on the phone. I wasn't able to leave. I was very, it was very structured and I was very stuck. Just through your pod. um, I was actually a, 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 I won't say the brand because I don't want to get. Sure, sure. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) But I I was a luxury German vehicle technician. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So it it was, it was very specific and it was very technical work and it was not something that I could stop doing and take a call or, you know, there was no, there was no back and forth possibility for that. Is that like basically a car mechanic, but you worked on the computers yeah. parts? 
Um, it was, yeah, it's like, you know, the vehicles I worked on through just the one make that I worked on, you know, we had 50 plus computers on each car. So it was pretty technical work and it was pretty, you know, you had to be pretty focused. Okay. Got it. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. So how did you decide how much you needed to, you know, save up or like, what was the plan that you put in place to quit your job? What I did was I figured that if I could, I mean, I have, I have every bit of confidence in myself (laughs) and in this, you know, once I figured out what this business was, I figured out, Hey, I can totally do this. Right. Um, so I figured, you know, I'm going to give myself a cushion of a year's worth of money that I need to live on. So not salary, but you actually said, okay, what are our monthly expenses then times 12? And then you saved up that amount of money. That's what I did. You guys, I hope, I know we just kicked this show off and it's really early, you know, pay attention. That is a game changer. You know, that's a Kiyosaki move right there. I really am impressed. I mean, that's really something. I don't know if I've ever heard that before and I love it. I think that's really, really cool. So anyway, go ahead. So, so you saved that up and then what was quitting day like? How, How did that work? It was awesome. It was like, I felt like I, I felt like what I would imagine it would be like to be let out of prison. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I know. Well, that's it great. Like, congratulations. I, I had to get fired. So that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. I actually had to wait till I get fired and then I started doing deals. So you quit your job and then did you know you were going to go into wholesaling or were you just kind of looking at gen- real estate in general? What did that journey look like? You know, a, a year probably when I first realized, okay, I'm going to get into a real estate investment somehow. I thought, you know, is, is it going to be flipping? Is it going to be wholesaling? I didn't really understand what wholesaling was or that it was in fact a real thing. Right. You know, it's like one of those sounds too good to be true kind of things. Yes. So that, you know, previously that year before I was like, whatever it is, I'm going to do it. Actually just a couple of months before my kind of year deadline was coming up for myself, I started listening to your podcast. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, well, how about that? It is real. (laughs) And there are people really, there are, there are real people. You know, you guys are all very, very kind, sincere people. And that really comes through in the podcast. Awesome. And for me, that totally, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. That's awesome. So from that point forward. That is so, you know, I really, thank you. That's a compliment. Mm -hmm. And I really, uh, I appreciate that means the world. So that's, that's good. So you join the program and you guys, this is the meat and potatoes. The reason that my team wanted to have uh, Chad on, not just because of the reason I already told you, Chad, (laughs) which is he has, Chad has a lot of fans in our company, but uh, (laughs) the other reason was because, you know, there is a common thread that runs amongst our most successful students. If you took the top 100 or 200 students in this tribe, there are some common threads. And one of those commonalities is something that Chad used to get a deal, not with a postcard, not with a mail piece or cold call or a bandit sign or driving for dollars or SEO or PPC or Facebook ads or skip tracing or whatever else that we're all doing. He used just, you know, how would I describe this? It's, I think I would describe it as like a belief system or when you make a decision like Tony Robbins talks about that you're going to make a decision, a decision is made in an instant. And that when you make that decision, it's, you get in this life not what you want, but what you can't live without. And Chad did it. And I'm going to tell you how he did it. He's going to tell us how he did it here in a second. But I want you to pay attention to not just the strategy and the tactic of this uh, completely unique way. I've never heard of anybody you know, starting the program this way and getting a deal. But I want you to hear how he did it and what he did. So let's talk about that. You were kind of briefly telling me. So you started the program. You did the first few steps of finding some real estate investors. And then you made a list of people who 
what you tell us how to tell us about this journey. Just, how did you do I it? Just, I just kind of went through a mental inventory of everybody that I knew, anybody that I had, you know, I, I went through all my contacts in every form I have them. And I just thought about it. I was just like, I've got to know somebody that needs to sell a house, <laughs> that needs to sell me a house, right. not just sell a house, you know, that needs to unload something that's not, you know, typical retail type product. Now, so what um, you basically did is you, you basically made a list of every single person in your life that you thought may possibly either want to or be interested in selling a property or unloading a property for one reason or another. Right. I love it. You know, this reminds me, one of my mentors, a very close personal friend and a mentor of mine is Orrin Woodward. This is a guy who is just a complete beast in the MLM world. And he has a great product that I'm a huge fan of and I endorse. And Orrin is just, uh, just he lives in my town and he's somebody that we go to the same church. We've gotten very close. And, you know, it's funny in the MLM world, this is something that they do. I've never really even thought about it, but they just basically say, hey, go out and tell your friends and family. And I love this idea. I've never heard of it before but it works. So you put this list together right. and you know, I know you kind of told me about a handful of the stories. How did you, the, the person who you ended up wholesaling their house, was it an email, a text, a phone call? And what was the communication? You know, tell me the story as if, if I want to do it myself, what would I do? So I make this list and then what do I do? Sure. How do I reach out? Well, I just, I mean, I, I narrowed it down to three people that I thought might actually, you know, they, they had mentioned for one reason or another, having a property to get rid of you know, a few different stories. One of them was a person who had lost a spouse. So he had, you know, he had moved on. He had this house. He ended up selling that house to a neighbor. Another was somebody who was, you know, longing to move to the country and they decided to keep that for a little bit longer while they, you know, did whatever they were going to do. And then this, this third person, he was somebody that I spoke with very rarely. It was just really hard to get a hold of. And I just started texting him, leaving him messages. I knew that, <laughs> I knew that the messages were an absolute you know, waste, but I was just trying to make contact. So I kept texting him and eventually got back to me and, you know, joining the program, I just kind of, I had this confidence that I actually was doing something that was legitimate. So I finally got a hold of him and I said, Hey, do you still have this, you know, house that I was hoping he had? Was that the first thing you said, or did you kind of build some rapport with him? Oh no, I definitely, you know, reached out to him and just caught up with him as far as life was concerned. Okay. Which, you know, I would do with anybody. It's just okay. Just just being a nice person, you know. I, I wasn't just going right for and I, you know, I genuinely wanted to know how he was doing and what was happening in his life. And Got and it. uh and yeah, it turns out that he did still have this house. He had been holding on to it for five years, sitting vacant, just you know, making the absolute minimal kind of uh maintenance to the property and just you know, paying most of the bills on it. So we got together and, you know, with a little convincing, he started to believe me that, yes, I will buy the property from him and that it will be a huge to him, you know, as far as just getting a big, big piece of drama out of his life. And I just moved forward from there. Got it. So you now, did he say, well, like, I mean, did he give you any resistance or how did you determine the value? I mean, you're so new at this, right? You're only like, you know, a handful of weeks in. So what did all that look like? Basically, no, I went through the script. I think your script kind of answers all the questions if if you can get all of the answers from the seller. Okay. So I kind of used that as the basis for the information I gathered from him. So I figured out what it needed, how much he owed on it, if there were any other issues with it, what he'd like to get out of it. And... 
move forward from there. I mean, you know, I, and I use Zillow just to, you know, pull comps on it. I pulled, uh, rehabs in the neighborhood to see what, you know, kind of what the low and high end was and came up with a value that I thought, you know, was realistic and okay. discussed with him what, you know, what he owed on it. And so what, you, what you're, you're a licensed appraiser, right? I mean, you have, you know, so, I mean, see, this is the point guys is that it's, yeah. you know, it's your best, it's your best guess. I mean, don't, you know, you guys, this is going to be a very short and right to the point podcast. And this is a podcast that you should listen to twice because as I'm just sitting here quietly listening to Chad, you will notice he speaks and presents and he has the belief system of the 1%. Just in the way he is moving through this deal, you know, don't take for granted. We are not on the phone with somebody right now who's been doing this for 20 years. We're on the phone with somebody who's been doing this for five or six weeks, right? And has a deal. So I just want you guys to keep in mind that this is the mindset of, I guarantee you, we are going to hear from Chad again. And I guarantee you, he's going to be in the top 100 students. Uh, and he said even the top 10, which I believe this is <laughs> right what, uh, yeah, this is what it takes. I mean, if you listen to has, he's not, there's no hesitation. He doesn't really know what he's doing, but he's moving forward with confidence. And if he makes a mistake, he, he makes a mistake, but really kind of listen to this from like, if you re-listen to this podcast, listen to his positioning, listen to his mindset, listen to how he speaks when he's talking about this deal. Keep in mind, he has no idea what he's doing except for just a very loose and some very light instruction from, from us. Other than that, he's kind of, you know, he could have probably have done this without our course. So I just want you guys to keep that in mind. This is the kind of mindset you want to maintain, but go ahead, Chad. I don't mean to keep cutting you off. But I just want no. everyone to recognize no, what's going on here. Yeah. So just, you know, I eventually got to the point of going over to take a look at the property and because I am not a contractor or an appraiser or really that knowledgeable about construction, I was just kind of shooting from the hip. I was just kind of walking through that's probably going to be five grand. That's probably going to be five grand, you know, just kind of just spitballing it. So I kind of figured out what repairs it needs and, you know, weighed that against what he was looking for out of the property. We came to an agreement that worked for him and he was, it worked for him so much so that he was, he was like, you're never going to be, you know, he's like, you are not going to be able to pay me that for this house. I'm like, <laughs> right. and not, not, not that it was like that I was overpaying just that it was just essentially covering what he owed on it. Did and he, he was give just, you a price before you went out to go look at the property? Uh, he did. Okay. He did. And, and he did, did you it, come off of that price when you guys saw the property together? Like, did you lower it or increase it or anything like that? No, I was actually, uh, I knew what he owed on it. And he was essentially telling me that that's what he wanted. Got it. He's like, I, you know, I just need to be able to not bring money to closing. Okay. Got it. And it had a couple other issues aside from what was owed. It also had a big assessment with the city because he'd been ignoring their notices for the last five years. So he racked up a big bill there, which I actually negotiated that away <laughs> with okay. the city. Awesome. Um, but I um, hope everybody should re-listen, rewind this 15 seconds. So, and just listen to what chats. I mean, I'm telling you, this is key stuff guys, because otherwise I'm going to be regurgitating. I'm re- <laughs> repeating it the whole time, but yeah, you can, you can absolutely do that. You can negotiate where I have a property myself personally that we're renegotiating right now that we're doing exactly the same thing. I love it. That is so cool. So, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. And then, you know, I just, I said, okay, worst case scenario this is what you'll get out of getting rid of this property. More so, you will not have to come over here and mow the lawn, pay for the snow to be shoveled, worry about this leaking roof, worrying about you know pipes freezing up here in Minnesota, which is a real thing. Right, okay. <laughs> but uh, 
but it was just, and for him, it was like, he was, once we put the agreement together and he signed it, it was such an emotional point for him to just be able to detach from it. Right. And then he was just like on pins and needles up until the day that it closed, which was only 10 days later. But he's just like, I can't believe it. And he's like, no, I need you to come and fix a couple other problems in my life. He was just so grateful. It was That's just awesome. Motivated seller. Amazing. Oh yeah. Motivated seller. This is like, the key. I got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, I, I understood at that point I love what it. was happening and what the point of this was. All right. That is the main point of this episode, you guys, is I really think that if you have the right mindset, you are going to do this, whether or not you have a course, whether or not you have instruction. I guarantee you that if our program, Wholesale Inc. Inc. didn't exist, Chad would have still did a deal. That is amazing. So that is great, man. You already are, but you're going to be in that top 100. Uh, You're a beast. That's awesome. So now how are we going to repeat this result? Tell me. And and how much, by the way, just for everybody, you made 5,500 on this deal. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, yep, 5,500. That's that kills me. I did. I mean, that kills me. That that <laughs> kills my personal. I think my first one uh, was two thousand. Wait, eleven? No, twelve hundred. Oh man, I don't even remember anymore. It was. Uh, yeah, well, Dorothy. It's probably just just like you. I just wanted to get it done. I just yeah. wanted to get that first one done and just move forward. Yeah, my first one I think was two grand, and I forgot to tell the cash buyer that he had to pay closing costs, so it was, I had to follow <laughs> him home to get cash. It was, yeah, but I can't um, even imagine how that would work. <laughs> no good. It was no good. All right, so so what's the game plan? How are we? Gonna, so where are you in the course now? Okay, so I think I'm on the last round. I, I just got through Todd's VA gauntlet, and I had actually just just because out of necessity, I just went on and hired a VA to handle the uh, mailing list that I'm working on. Okay, and just as a little side note. Just regarding the negotiating with the city on his assessment, he had yes. a six thousand dollar assessment. I worked it down to eight hundred, and I didn't even. It's tough to call it negotiating, even though that's what it was. It was more so. I just went and introduced myself to the person in the finance department of the city, and just sold what was going to happen with this house. Right. If, if we could take care of this, I told him, "Hey, you're going to get a house back on the." you know, role that is going to be a nice house instead of the worst house in the neighborhood. And you did that in person more than happy. Yeah. See you guys, there's so, you know, I think because now I've been doing this for so many years. There's things that you're saying that I just, it's so funny how the top 1%, the way they act, this is all of the traits. Like so many people would have called, but Chad got in the car and went to the city. And I know you're saying, well, Tom, that's such a little silly thing. I cannot tell you this is such a sign of a person who is just going to continue to grow and grow and grow in this business when it's all grit and determination and perseverance and belief and making a decision and sticking to it, having clarity, having one thing like Gary Keller talks about. You know, I mean, this is the fact that Chad got in his car and did that. I'm telling you, you guys, game changer. Watch what happens here with this guy. So, Chad, that's amazing, brother. Thank you. It was, it was so worth it, not only just to meet him, but everyone else you meet going through the city offices to meet him, introduce yourself, tell him what you do. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, I know everybody in that city office now and they're all, you know, especially Larry, the guy who helped me out. That's awesome. You know, he's totally, he's like, this is great. I'm going to send you anybody else that I have that might fit this. They're just like, you know, they're on my team now. So <laughs> that's awesome. So, so how many real estate investors do you have on your list now? I think I'm up to about 230. 
That is incredible. That is awesome. Yeah. So just so everybody knows, in one of the first steps in our course is you have to build up your cash buyer list, your real estate investor list. And 230 is awesome. The minimum to start mailing for motivated sellers that we always insist on is 150. So Chad, again, is already exceeding that level, which is awesome. There are people who are not even up to that after much more time. So that's incredible. Yeah. When does your mail campaign start and which mail list are you going to mail first? Well, that was actually why I mentioned that about the city, because uh, one of my mail campaigns is code violations. And up here in Minneapolis, there are a ton of little cities right around the city. So I just used that same process with every city. I just went and introduced myself to the complaints department, either in person or via email or call them, just however I could get a hold of the right person. And it's been like, I think just talking to these people and letting them know what you're doing versus trying to like force information out of them for me has been so easy. Yep. So I've got a huge, I've got a huge code violation list, huge for me, which is going to be about five or 6,000 from about eight cities. I just mailed out to tax delinquent for my County. I just mailed out to like a distressed property driving for dollars list that I had put together. And then I have high equity absentee another three weeks Beautiful. out. So, so yeah, I would I, say if you can get from the city eviction list, code violation, tax delinquent, I would definitely hit those hard. Yeah. I have all but eviction. I didn't, I hadn't, yeah, hadn't try, even thought that. Try to get the eviction list. It's small and, uh, but try to get that one. You could also do from the city is probate, which is key, but yeah. You yeah. That, that's the other one that's on my list. Okay. Yeah. You know what you're doing, brother. Just make sure you stay focused on, you know, come into the support calls, any questions you have, and then just massive action. Just remember the guys and girls with the most results are always the ones who have the most success. So just keep, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, I, there's not really, I don't have much coaching for you, quite frankly. You're, I would definitely, well, yeah, we'll just talk about it. I don't know if we're going to keep this in the podcast or not, but the bigger deals, www.wholesalinginc.com forward slash bigger deals. Make sure you get that. Right. But yeah, I think that is the key. Yeah, just consistency and bigger deals. And now, you know, you did one, just make sure you have total, cl- what, what is your goal right now? My goal is I have, you know, I'm just looking at it like monetarily. What I'm looking at is 25K per month throughout the end of this year or throughout, actually throughout the next uh, through July. And then I'm pushing that up to 30K through December. This is per month. And then next year I want to be, I tell all of my friends and my family this, that I want to have a, you know, a million dollar net business by the end of next year. Cool. I but like that's, it. That's the goal. So what are you going to spend on marketing next month? Uh, about $2,000. Okay. Here's what I'm going to suggest. Number one, make sure that, did you tithe on that 5,500 yet? I did. Okay. Beautiful. Good man. So, so make sure you tithe on the 55, which you've already done. I would bump that up that 2000 to like 3000. And okay. um, for next month, I would up that to uh, 3000 or like 3,500, get super uncomfortable with it. Like whatever. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. And get out, um, you know, make sure you have mail pieces going out every single week. And then I would make my goal for next month. Let's do five deals next month. And that's a okay. very, like, that's a very attainable crystal clear goal. Right. So you're two weeks away from there now. Right. So let's start mailing right away. So for the next six weeks, you should have mail going out every week. 
Um, yeah, and I do right now. Perfect. And then, yeah, just bump up your your budget a little bit, and let's make your right now. When you take bigger deals, your average assignment fee, your average assignment fee will go up. Right now, I just want lots of deals, so I don't care too much about the assignment fee. Like, if yeah. I owned your company next month, I want you to bring in five deals, right? So, okay. ne- so next month, bring in five deals. That's your crystal clear, like. Gary Keller, one thing, pumpkin plan, Mike McCallowitz, like the, the one thing that you got to do is five deals and then just maintain that same mindset. The million dollar net business is nice, but that's so far away. And, you know, what is a million right. dollars and is that really important? And, you know, I would say it's more. Important. Yeah. And it's, it's not, I just don't know how to make a goal in this business yet because it's so, yeah. <laughs> it's so new. I just have to like try to figure out how to break it down into quarters and months and everything. So it's like, yeah. but no, that's, that, that's excellent. I'm, I love the idea of, you know, Five deals next month. That's yeah, five deals next month. You could totally do it, right? So shoot for like six or seven. So you hit five. And the other thing is you are in, well, yeah. Okay, so you're close to Wisconsin. I am. You know what I would do is I would drive across. You're, uh, yeah, you're right on the borderline there. Okay, Corey and Carrie Remnant is their last name. And just go into the forum and just ask for Corey's uh, number and I would have lunch with him. Those are two, that's a couple that came into our tribe just recently and absolutely exploded right out of the gate. And they're so close to you. You guys can maybe start up like a little local group for the North Midwest. I don't know what that area is, but yeah, whatever it is that- (laughs) um, Or Midwest. (laughs) Midwest, yeah. That that Midwest area, you guys can start up a little group possibly with uh, right there. But I would definitely get hold of Corey and they just came into the tribe, absolutely exploded right out of the gate, just like you. But they had, they've done many, many, many deals and have made huge margins. So Excellent. I would start to do that. And anyway, this is a podcast, so I won't go on too long with coaching. But I really, really like it, brother. You are a rock star. I'm super impressed. And thank you for agreeing to do this podcast. That was, it's an honor chatting with you here. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Thanks for all that you do in, in starting this group, and you and Cody and Brent and you know Bill and. Lorena, you guys are all just so helpful. I just love it. Thank you, man. I really, it means a lot. It means the world. Thank you very much. And before I let you go, any last minute parting words of advice for anybody who's just getting started? uh, Any ideas or strategies, books, tactics, you know, anything like that? Books. I love books. I read all the time. Bam. What do you like? You know, it's just, I've probably read, I either have read everything you guys have suggested or it's in my pile. I just finished um, Psycho-Cybernetics and it's, I just love it as far as personality development and just Pattern. spiritual development. It's, it's amazing. I love the go-giver for spiritual laws. All great. I love it. I love it. Good man. All right, brother. Some of my favorites. I love it. Pattern interruption, tithing, and being a servant. That's basically what uh, Chad just talked about in those three books. Yeah. So I love it. Good, good, good. So awesome, brother. Thank you very much for doing this. It was an honor having you and we will definitely have a follow-up podcast and speak with you again soon. I, I can't wait to see your results. Sounds good, Tom. Thanks a lot. All right, Chad. God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.